From CBS News Bay Area, this is the Morning Edition. Students will be back in class today at Montgomery High School in Santa Rosa after that deadly stabbing last week, but they plan to walk out. We have the details coming up next. We are trying to uh, think on our toes like real quick and trying to see if we could lift the log that is on her uh, body and see if we could lift it up a little bit so she could breathe. South Bay community shaken this morning after a hike in Cupertino ends with a tragedy. When we are learning about the mother who lost her life on a hike with a Boy Scout troop. And Amanda, this morning, we also want to tell you about a promising new COVID treatment. We're not talking about a vaccine. Why the Stanford researchers leading the study are confident in the clinical trials. And we're waking up to this rain in this forecast this morning on our first alert Doppler. Showers and some snow in those higher elevations are already impacting that morning commute. I'll time that out for you coming up in your full forecast. Yeah, so you might be dealing with some slick services this morning. Plus, we're already seeing brake lights on some of our Bay Area bridges. I'll have travel times and your top traffic trouble spots coming right up. We begin in Santa Rosa, where students will be returning to Montgomery High School this morning. After last week's deadly stabbing, we've learned that three police officers will be on campus today. The police chief says he handpicked those officers who will be at the school. He has officers have been called to the high school 97 times, Gianna, just in the past year. Wow, Amanda, and that is not new. Students say, uh, students we spoke to say they've been voicing their concerns at Montgomery High School long before the stabbing ever happened. Last Wednesday's tragedy involved two students that were stabbed during a fight in an art class. One of them died at the hospital. The 15-year-old suspect has been arrested. And on this first day back, students plan to walk out of class demanding safety changes they want to see. Justin Andrews is live at the high school this morning. Justin. Yeah, Gianna, students have been bold in saying they don't feel safe, and that feeling really has been there for quite a while because they say they voiced these concerns to the school district, but nothing has really been done. They also say that they feel unsafe. That's really the feeling that they're feeling this morning, and that's forced them not to really be able to focus while in class. Today's planned rally could be similar to the one we saw last week at Maria Carrillo High School after police arrested a student for bringing an unloaded gun to school there. This happened the same day the stabbing happened at Montgomery High. Security is an issue across all of the schools in the district. Students say the best friend of Jaden Pienta, the student who was stabbed to death at Montgomery High, witnessed the stabbing. She says the three boys involved had a history of issues and the school knew about it multiple times. In fact, other students say that the freshman who did the stabbing previously slashed Pienta's car tires and nothing was done. My school absolutely failed him, 100%. I was the one who called 911. I walked him into that office saying that he was stabbed. Now, the school district would not comment on what they knew or any intervention that went down before this stabbing. But what is clear, the police department here would like to see more officers, would like to see officers in general inside the schools. We'll dive into that coming up in the next 30 minutes. I'll send it back to you. Yeah, Justin, students deserve a safe place to have an education. Thank you for that report. We'll see you in just a little bit.
Well, to Cupertino now, a group of Boy Scouts and their parents were hiking at the Rancho San Antonio County Park this weekend when a tree fell. It landed on a mother and killed her. Betty Yu has a story on how this tragedy developed. Friends and family of the victim are too distraught to speak to the media as they process this tragedy. Hikers who frequent this park say they're stunned and saddened by this accidental death. David Chu of Cupertino laced up his hiking boots as he normally does a Sunday evening. He had read about the hiker getting crushed by a tree before coming out. I was quite surprised because um, usually the path along the trail are very well kept and that um, I have seldom seen any fallen tree. Authorities say the ground was saturated and muddy Sunday morning on what is commonly called the PG&E Trail. It had been raining off and on. The victim was hiking with her son and a handful of Boy Scouts and their parents from a Sunnyvale Boy Scout troop. They were about three and a half miles into the park when the tree fell around 10 a.m. And of course, it's very woodsy. I'm not saying that there isn't any danger. There's definitely danger up there. But I have been hiking here for so many years, I would have never thought that something like that would have happened. Loved ones came to the park's parking lot to support the victim's husband. He was in shock. The Boy Scouts of America released a statement saying it was saddened to confirm the death. All scouts are safe and there were no additional injuries. Our emergency response protocols and notifications are currently being followed and we appreciate privacy for the family and scout unit. Surya is the father of a Boy Scout. He was about 40 to 50 feet away when he ran over to help. There were about like four, three people on my side and two people on the other side. We were trying to uh, think on our toes like real quick and trying to see if we could lift the log that is on her uh, body and see if we could lift it up a little bit so she could breathe. Santa Clara County Fire said firefighters performed some life-saving measures, but they were unsuccessful. Rashmi Shiva is part of another Boy Scout troop that also went for a hike. It is sad, like, because we, we could have gone in that trail also. Like, I mean, it is very unfortunate, like somebody lost their mom. or uh, It's very unfortunate, actually, because morning we all started together. It's just... It just blows my mind that something like that would happen. Authorities have not released the victim's name, but a neighbor told KPIX the family lives in San Jose. And in two separate incidents, trees crashed into two homes in San Jose. One home was on Market Street, taking down power lines with it. And just a couple blocks away, another tree fell into a complex here. The power is back on for that neighborhood. And some trouble for drivers on Highway 29 in St. Helena. A giant oak tree fell across both lanes of traffic. This was just south of Zinfandale Lane. It took crews about an hour Sunday to get that road back open. Stay with CBS News Bay Area on air and online for the, the latest first alert storm coverage throughout the week. First alert meteorologist Jessica Birch joins us now with a look outside for us. And Jess, we got a little bit of everything over the weekend. We did. I mean, we were talking about hail. We had mm -hmm. rain in the higher, snow in the higher elevations, rain everywhere. But starting off this morning on our first alert Doppler, it's not active enough to call it a first alert weather day, but it is still pretty active out there. So let's start off zooming in just to the South Bay along the peninsula. We're seeing some heavier storms starting to form in just near Highway 280. It's starting to get a little bit wet there along the highway, along the coast. That's where we're seeing some heavier pockets as well. And here we go up into the North Bay where all morning long we've been 
and seeing light drizzle throughout the forecast. You can see that indicated just in this green color right here, just south of Petaluma along 101. Now, the more north we go as we zoom in, we saw a little bit of snow this morning too near Clear Lake, Hidden Valley Lake, and even all the way up into Lakeport too. So up there in that local area, we're still under a winter weather advisory until 10 a.m. this morning. Not a lot of snow will accumulate, but we're expecting about two inches with snow levels dropping down to around 1,500 feet. Taking a look at current temperatures right now, by the way, gloomy skies over the Golden Gate Bridge, even though visibility at the surface level is great. Current temperatures mostly in the 30s and 40s, so keep that in mind before you head out the door this morning. It is chilly, and we will keep you updated on those temperatures. Now, heading into this afternoon, daytime highs are topping off in the 50s, just around that noon hour, and then to add to that, lingering showers are expected even into the afternoon today. These, are be, these will be hit or miss storms, so not too active of a rain, and the winds, notice how they they stay light even into the afternoon today, but just keep in mind we have changing forecast in the models right now. Heavier rain is expected later this week, and I'll time that out for you coming up in your full forecast. But for now, how are the roads looking, G? They're looking busy, Jess, especially at the Bay Bridge Toll Plaza, where a lot of people take that commute out of Oakland over into San Francisco, and you can see all that backup right there behind me. Uh, it's busy heading over into the city, so definitely give yourself some extra time already if you're making that drive through there. Our approaches, for example, 80, 580, and 880 are still looking okay overall. That backup is just beyond that overpass, so not quite to the main. We are seeing some crowded conditions on westbound 580 as you approach that 680 Dublin interchange. If you're taking westbound 580 right at Grant Line, there is a crash there. It's on the right-hand side of the roadway, but that's an area where we see a lot of brake lights anyway for the morning commute. So dipping down to 8 miles per hour as you connect from 205 on 2580 and a little windy through there this morning. So be extra careful in those larger, more high-profile vehicles. There's a crash westbound Highway 4 right at California Avenue. That's on the right-hand side of the roadway as well. And it's already busy, busy as you head out of Pittsburgh into Bay Point. Travel time, though, still looking okay. 33 minutes from Antioch over to 80. If you're taking that Altamont Pass, that's a 54-minute ride, 205 to 680. Let's get a live look at the San Mateo Bridge right now. If your commute takes you across the bay over towards 101 from 880. So far, so good. No delays heading over towards the peninsula. Let's take a look at our top stories now. President Biden was in Selma this weekend in what could be an early preview for his 2024 campaign. Mr. Biden walked the famous Edmund Pettus Bridge to commemorate the 58th anniversary of Bloody Sunday. In his speech, the president said the fundamental right to vote remains under assault. This was an opportunity to speak directly to the current generation of civil rights activists. Many have noted that so far he has been unable to make good on his campaign pledge to reinforce voting rights. Meanwhile, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis came over to California's Simi Valley, my hometown, touting Florida's anti-liberal approach and the influx of people moving to a state from primarily Democratic states. DeSantis is seen as a possible 2024 Republican presidential contender. In his speech at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library, he told a sold-out crowd that the woke mind virus is infiltrating school and other institutions in California. Well, about 20 cars of a Norfolk Southern cargo train derailed near Springfield, Ohio this weekend. But unlike the other derailment in a month, a month ago, which released toxic chemicals in East Palestine, Ohio, there are no hazardous materials involved this time around. So that's according to a company spokesman. Even so, officials have asked residents within a thousand feet of the derailment to shelter in place so far. No formal evacuation orders, but Gianna, obviously that has to be so concerning for people who live in that area. 